What's going on, Reds fans, and welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on today's show. We're going to preview this Brewers series, going to tell you about what the Brewers have been up to since the Reds last saw them, and we're going to break down this pitching matchup for game one of Tyler Malley and Corbin Burns. Before we get into all of that, though, I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. They've got an amazing selection with reliably low prices, and they've got all the parts that your car will ever need. Head over to rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Let's get going. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, that's one day in the books that the Reds still maintain their hold over the second wild card spot. Sure, it helped that they didn't play to lose, and the Reds or the Padres also didn't play either. But still, that's one day in the playoff spot is still intact. That's where we're at for the rest of the season. It's about maintaining, and they've got a tough three games ahead to do that because they are still chasing the Brewers. It's a very long shot that they could catch them, but they've still got to play well in these three games. And they're going to be tough because you're talking about Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Brett Anderson, who is lefty. I know the Reds have played well against it. We'll break him down whenever we get to game three, but tonight's game one of the series, the Reds and Brewers, Let's catch up a little bit with what the Brewers have been doing because they've been pretty good and they've really been headlined by two dudes in their lineup because the the lineup themselves, if you put the Brewers lineup and the Reds lineup side by side, the Reds have the better lineup. I don't think you'll find anybody that really argues too much for the Brewers lineup over the Reds lineup, but they can really point to one dude who has absolutely driven their run scoring potential all year long since coming over. And I'm talking about Willie Adamas. Everybody talks about this dude. He should absolutely be in the National League MVP conversation because since coming over, he has taken off as a brewer. Absolutely phenomenal. And the thing that I look at the most, the biggest influence that he's had for this Brewers team is when guys are on base. Whenever Adamas comes up to the plate and there's guys on base. He slashes 293, 369, and 571 slugging. That's in 214 plate appearances. And he's got 12 of his 17 home runs as a brewer with guys on base. Dude is just absolutely clutch. Whoever is pitching against him, whether it be Tyler Malley tonight, Castillo tomorrow, Sonny Gray in game three, And anybody that comes in out of the bullpen absolutely cannot give him too much to hit. I mean, you might as well pitch around him because the rest of the lineup, except for the guy I'm going to talk about in a minute, the rest of the lineup is okay. They've got some all right guys. They've they've gotten some nice production out of Rowdy Talese. And Omar Narvaez is a pretty strong hitter as well. But for the most part, Willie Adamas is the scariest dude in this lineup. Scary dude, too, is Avisiel Garcia. In fact, Avisiel Garcia this season has four homers against the Reds and has an OPS of 874 in 62 plate appearances against the Reds, specifically 
in the series here because he's got that power. Now the Reds have struck him out quite a few times, but that's because he's a real all or nothing type hitter that still has a little bit of a decent average. Plus he's fast on the base pass too, but that's beside the point. The whole thing is he has really had a good time facing the Reds this season. Hopefully the Reds can limit the damage of Adamas and Garcia. That will go a long way into winning this series. But I mean, you're talking about two of the best pitchers, probably, I don't know if they're uh, one and two when it comes to the Cy Young Award voting at the end of the year, but it wouldn't surprise me if that's how it ends up. Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff have been two of the best pitchers in the game, not to mention the National League and definitely not to mention the National League Central. Corbin Burns absolutely torched the Reds last time he faced them. We'll break that down in just a minute, but he has been great all year and Brandon Woodruff as well. And Brett Anderson, while you're going to look at his numbers and they're going to look a lot more pedestrian than Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. So is pretty much anybody else. That's just the way this season has gone for these two dudes and the Reds face them back to back in this series. It's funny because it felt like every time the Reds have played the Brewers, this is their final series, by the way, I, I, I forgot to mention that there at the top, but Every time the Reds have seemed to face the Brewers this year, they've ran into Freddie Peralta. Freddie Peralta's on the IL, so that wasn't going to happen. And they've gotten lucky to not have had to deal with Woodruff and Burns in the same series. Now they do. Final three games of the season against the Brewers. We're talking about the gauntlet of their starting staff. And not to be outdone, obviously their bullpen is amazing. Josh Hader and Devin Williams. Josh Hader might be the best relief pitcher in all of baseball. Devin Williams not far behind, but it doesn't stop there. I mean, we always talk about Hader and Williams, but I also look at Brad Boxberger, former Reds prospect. He was part of that deal to get Matt Latos over here, but former Reds prospect who is now just killing it. For the Brewers, really good at limiting hard contact, in si- and he's got 65 strikeouts in 53 innings pitch, and he uses this three-pitch mix where the worst of it, uh, so far as like one of the three pitches who has the highest expected slugging percentage allowed is his changeup, and the expected slugging is 337 i.e. nobody hits this guy very hard. And then Brent Suter is another guy that you go past Hader and Williams and you say, well, well, what do you get from him? He's like a relief pitcher in the same mold as Wade Miley. He's not looking to strike you out. He's just looking to get out of the inning quickly and pitch and get a lot of weak contact. He's in the 96th percentile in weak contact. Just a phenomenal job that he's done for them out of the bullpen in 60 innings pitched this season and it's going to be a tall task these next three games are very crucial for the season i mean you can pretty much put the division race to bed if the reds don't win this series they've got to at least take two out of three really i i don't want to put too much pressure on them because i don't think they're going to sweep this series but they've really got to sweep the series if they're going to feel good about their chances to catch the Brewers in the division race because only gaining one game, they're, they're currently seven and a half back, only gaining one game by taking two out of three, I don't know if that's going to be a big enough bite out of this deficit. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But every game is going to be a dogfight. It's interesting to know. And, and actually, you know what? 
We'll jump into all of that here in just a minute as we break down specifically the Reds and Brewers series right here. That's coming up next. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to let you know that you can still go on over to betonline.ag and enter the promo code LOCKED ON to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. Maybe you're not a baseball better. Maybe you don't get into betting money lines and uh, over-under totals and different prop bets on who's going to hit home runs and things like that. And if that's not the case, I understand that. But you do love you some football. Football is coming. We are in the preseason right now. You can get in on some futures bets by looking at win totals, uh, player awards, things like that, playoff chances, all that good stuff. Check it out today at betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On to get your profile set up and ready for all of the sports betting action coming up during football season. And, of course, if you like yourself some baseball, too, I can give you tips on uh, that as well. Don't have anything filling for you today, though. Take a look at betonline.ag and set up your profile with that promo code locked on to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. Get off the bench and get in the game and start making some cash off your sports knowledge today at betonline.ag and the promo code locked on. All right, so in 2021, the Reds and the Brewers have done exactly the same thing. They've won eight, and they've lost eight. So both teams have won eight games. The Reds have dropped as many, and the last series was uh, not very fun because it was a sweep at the hands of the Brewers at Great American Ballpark. And it was kind of sobering to see that performance, and you're talking about some really rough outings for the pitching staff, for the lineup. Lineup really got shut down by Corbin Burns there in that final game, which it's going to happen from time to time. It was just the fact that they blew leads in games one and two that they probably should have won, and that one just felt like an absolute hammer almost into coffin nails when it comes to this division race. The Reds are still barely hanging on by a thread, but that's only because that they have played so well over the last 21 days, mostly against some subpar teams. We'll have to see what they do here against the first place Brewers because all year long, talking about an 8-8 eight and eight series record, the Reds have scored 62 runs and the Brewers have scored 71. It's interesting to know because in these 16 games, only four of them have been decided by one run. You you would think the opposite based on the way that the two teams have been fighting all season long, but a lot of these have been three, four, and even five-run games, and not to mention both teams have an eight-run victory like they won by eight over the other. The Brewers won eight to nothing against the Reds at Great American Ballpark, and the Reds won ten to two over the Brewers as well. So it's been a bit of all right. Anything you can do, I can do just as well. Well, now you've got three games left to decide this season series to see who ultimately gets bragging rights at the end of the year by saying, "Hey, look, we beat you guys in this series," and you know all this other good stuff, but. It's interesting that there's not been a ton of those close games like that. Plus, the Brewers are the team that Reds pitchers have struck out the most. When when you look at the games that they played in the 16 games, the Reds have struck out. Stri- strike the Reds have struck out 
about to get some words right here. Um, struck out 171 Brewers. That's more uh, than any other team. That's more than in their interleague matchups as well. But they've also walked the most uh, batters in the games against the Brewers. They've walked 73 Brewers in the 16 games. The problem has been the bats, though. Milwaukee's pitching has been amazing all season long. We talked about the fact that they're going to run the gauntlet against the two aces, and you've got that bullpen that you've got to deal with all the time. This season in the 16 games, the Reds are hitting 208, and they've scored their lowest run total as opposed to any other National League Central team, those 62 runs. They've scored more runs against everybody. In fact, the closest was the Cardinals, and they've still scored 73 runs against the Cardinals. So it's just been a rough time trying to deal with Milwaukee pitching. Also, they've struck out 166 times against this Brew Crew team, and that's more than any other team, and it's even more than all of the Reds' matchups against interleague opponents combined. They only scored 145 against uh, interleague teams. So, yes, really got to figure out what is going on with the Reds and the Brewers uh, against the Brewers pitching because whenever they get runs, it's been at a premium. And yeah, I know I just said that there was a game where the Reds scored 10 runs. So that really puts that into perspective because in 16 games, they've only scored 62 runs. And one of those games, they scored 10. There's 15 other games. They only scored 52 runs. That's, uh, well, never mind. I'm not going to try and do the math, but you do the math. 15, 52, not super. Great. Not not as good as their offense has been this entire year. So we're going to have to see how it goes these three games. It's hard to predict because you're looking at a Reds team that has to win, a very desperate Reds team, but the Brewers are in the driver's seat. The Brewers don't have a whole lot to lose with this series because even if the Reds do surprise them and sweep them, we're still talking about a Brewers team that is greater than slam distance ahead in first place. The Reds have lots of work to do if they fancy themselves the NL Central Division title uh, holders that we all kind of hoped they were going to be this preseason. All right, we're going to break down Game 1's pitching matchup, Corbin Burns against Tyler Malley. That's coming up in just a minute. Before we talk about that, though, I wanted to let you know that you can get your next Rock Auto part. You can get your next auto part from rockauto.com. There, that's a lot better. I, in fact, I'm looking on there right now. I need me a new tail light, and it's going to be easy to find. Now, it's weird because it's in like the trunk portion. It's not on the car. It's like in the trunk door, so it's a separate light from the other. I don't know. Cars can be weird sometimes. Rock Auto can help you out with that. They can help you find exactly what you're looking for, whether you don't know a brake pad from a brake light or if you are just looking for your favorite brand because you really know what you need, rockauto.com can help you out. They've been doing this for over 20 years. A family-owned business that will deliver the parts right to your door. When you go to rockauto.com in the checkout section, in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On to let them know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. That's rockauto.com and type in Locked On in the How'd You Hear About Us area. Rockauto.com has all the parts that your car will ever need, and they're able to deliver it right to your door. You don't have to get out and go search through the store, hope that they have your part, wait for them to find it in their computer. Maybe they have to order it. Maybe it's not even the right part. Maybe it's not even going to fit right. 
rockauto.com can help you out with all of that. Go to rockauto.com and in the checkout section in the how'd you hear about us area, type in locked on. And also want to shout out Spotify Green Room today for sponsoring the podcast. Make sure you download the Spotify Green Room app on your favorite mobile device, whether it's an iOS or an Android. And you can join me later this week, looking at Thursday to try and get on and talk a little baseball with you. I like to think of it as the conference call, but about sports i.e. the conference call you actually want to be on because we'll talk about the Reds. We'll talk about their playoff chances, what's going on, what's going to happen with TJ Antone when he comes back and who's getting kicked out, all that good stuff. You can talk to me. You can talk to athletes. You can talk to other media personalities there on Spotify Green Room. All of Locked On is on there, so you can see lots of other Locked On hosts and interact with them as well because it's just about talking about sports and having fun. Go to the Spotify Green Room app and download it today. Create your profile. You can link your Twitter, and you can follow me at Jeff Carr with three Fs and get notified when I go live. Also join the MLB group to see when I go live as well. You can also see when other hosts of that group go live. It's a lot of fun to just sit around and talk sports. And now you can do it on your phone with the Spotify green room app. They're changing the way that we talk sports. All right. Game one, Corbin Burns, Tyler Malley, the reds and the brewers, and everyone has been wondering what's going on with Tyler Malley. Is it the sticky stuff? Is he a victim of the crackdown? Did he, did he lose his edge by not having sticky stuff? I don't think so. I think it's just some weird home road thing. In fact, uh, when you look at it, his last outing, and you can break this down. This wasn't because he was pitching a great American ballpark. His last outing against the Cubs was strange because he just kept leaving fastballs in the middle of the zone. I almost think like he came to the ballpark that day just thinking, you know what? We're going to get on the mound. We're going to throw some strikes, and we're going to get out of here with a win. And it took him a couple of innings to really get over the shock of the fact that, well, the Cubs still have professional hitters in their lineup who can hit fastballs right down the middle because that's what was happening. So much hard contact was had by that Cubs lineup. And a lot of it just had to do with the fact that Tyler Malley refused to throw his secondary stuff. That is what Wade Miley did a couple of nights before that to dominate that Cubs lineup. And instead, Tyler Malley was just like, I'm just going to blow a couple fastballs by him and we're going to be all right. But that didn't happen. So by the time that he made his adjustment and started getting some outs, the Reds were already firmly behind in the score. And that's coming off of two great seven inning starts that led up to the struggle of a start that was against the Cubs at Great American Ballpark. The nice thing is, like I mentioned, he's got that really weird home road split because when he's on the road in 72 innings pitched, 13 starts, he has a 1.86 ERA. Yeah, that's right. I said less than two on the road ERA. Fantastic. He's only allowed 72 total base runners, i.e. a base runner per inning, 48 hits and 24 walks, and he has 82 strikeouts. Only three home runs allowed for Tyler Malley away from Great American Ballpark. He's given up quite a few more than that at home. 
So it's something about just pitching on the road. And, and and maybe it is a thing where the Reds can schedule him accordingly. Hopefully they make the playoffs. Hopefully they somehow win that first game. And if they're in a playoff series, they can schedule Tyler Malley to pitch on the road accordingly. There's just some sort of funk that he gets into whenever he's pitching a great American. And when he's on the road, he does a lot better. He's going up against a buzzsaw, though. He is going up against probably, I mean, we talked about Zach Wheeler the other day as being the favorite to win the NL Cy Young. Honestly, Corbin Burns is probably the guy. Corbin Burns is a 2.1 ERA. You're going to see that immediately. What you're also going to see is that his fielding independent pitching is fit. Actually, he says he's getting unlucky. His FIP is one and a half. Now, his ex-FIP is like 2.2, which says that he's pretty much right where he should be. But overall, this dude is phenomenal. He has 127 innings pitched, and he's only allowed 23 walks. That's, that's unheard of in this game, in this day and age, in this game right now. He has a strikeout rate of 35% because he has 175 strikeouts and 120 settings. 35% strikeout rate, 4% walk rate. That is an insane difference of 31%. Far and away, just just blows everybody out of the water. He is at the tops. Like if you were to pull up his baseball Samant page, and I, I got the screenshot, but I forgot to cut it and load it. So whatever, if you're watching on YouTube, I don't have it for you. I usually do, but his percentile rankings are all red because he's in the top percentile of everything. He is phenomenal. He looks like a dude who's going to win the Cy Young award. And it's, it's hard not to remember his last outing against the Reds because it was at Great American and he pretty much had a complete game. He was pulled with one out in the ninth inning just because, I mean, he was at 108 pitches and I think they're like, well, we're up eight to nothing. Maybe we can save him and not kill him trying to get the complete game shut out. It, it was a dominating performance. 12 strikeouts, one walk, five hits against the Reds at Great American, his last time out in eight and a third innings. So the Reds have a measure of revenge. And if you look at the splits, you can kind of squint and see something there because uh, actually at home, Corbin Burns pitches slightly worse than he does on the road. But uh, by worse, I mean he's got a 2.3 ERA at home and a 1.7 ERA on the road. That's not really making me feel that much better about this Reds lineup who has struggled all year long against this Brewers pitching staff, now going up against the best dude in their pitching staff. Corbin Burns has been absolutely phenomenal, and it's going to be a dogfight between Malley and Burns. Hopefully, Malley has his A-plus stuff because he's going to have to keep up. Runs are going to be at such a premium tonight as the Reds face probably the Cy Young Award winner for 2021. We'll see what happens, though, tonight as the, the game gets underway. I'll be watching. I'll be tweeting. You can follow along at Jeff Carr with three Fs, and you can follow at Locked On Reds as well. Also, make sure that you have the Locked On Reds line saved into your phone at 513-549-0159 for reactions, comments, questions, whatever you've got. You can drop something in the comments section here. Plus, make sure you're following and subscribed to the podcast. Locked On is free and available to you everywhere, literally everywhere, and it's free. 
Check it out today. Well, you're checking it out today. Wow. I just totally went into brain neutral there for a second. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for watching and listening though. Hopefully the Reds get a good series here. Two out of three would be amazing, but this is not a series that I'm going to sit here and predict for you because the Reds are coming out of series against the Pirates and the Marlins and the Cubs, and they're facing the Marlins in Florida later this week. Maybe they're thinking about getting out of Wisconsin, even though they just got there, but maybe they think they're getting out of Wisconsin and going down to Florida and they prefer that more. More, I don't know, whatever. The thing about it is these three games are going to be dogfights, and we're going to be all over it right here at Locked On Reds. We'll talk about game one tomorrow, and I've got some thoughts. I mentioned the idea about TJ Antone coming back, hopefully here soon as the month turns to September, which means that moves are about to be made in the bullpen, and I'll tell you what should be done. No idea what's actually going to happen because if there's anything that this front office has shown us all season long, it's that uh, you don't know nothing if you think you expect to know what they're going to do. We'll see what happens, but I'll give you what my thoughts are on that matter tomorrow. Thank you so much again for watching and listening. Now go check out the Locked On MLB podcast hosted by Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully. He imparts baseball wisdom to you each and every day. Check it out, the Lockdown MLB podcast, wherever you get your podcast. But that'll do it for us. I'll talk to each and every one of you tomorrow. Tomorrow.